Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, a podcast all about the North American model of conservation and your chance to dive into conversations about trends, research, and outdoor activities. It's time to get wild with the 2021 Conservation Media Award-winning host, Jason Creighton. Welcome back to another episode of the Conservation Unfiltered podcast presented by Conserve the Wild. I'm your host, Jason Creighton, and this is episode number 129, an Elk Expo Extravaganza. This week, guests include Josiah Jones, the Director of Communications and Marketing for the Keystone Elk Country Alliance, Russ Wheeler, Field Director for the Keystone Elk Country Alliance, and Brandy Haynes, the ECVC Supervisor for the Keystone Elk Country Alliance. Now, if Russ's name sounds familiar or the Keystone Elk Country Alliance name sounds familiar, it's because we had a contingent, Russ included, from Kika on the podcast back in episode number 72 called Conserving Pennsylvania Elk. And what we're going to be talking about this time is not just what is Kika and the history of elk, but we're actually going to be talking about an event that they're going to be putting on called the Elk Expo. We're going to cover what it is. Uh, how it benefits Elk and Kika, uh, what is going to be going on at the Elk Expo, all the different vendors and experiences that everyone can uh, have there. Uh, And then also, you're going to get to hear when it is and where it is, which, spoiler alert, August 20th and 21st at the Kika Visitor Center in Benazet, Pennsylvania. Let's just get right to that conversation with Josiah, Russ, and Brandy so that we can learn all about this Elk Expo extravaganza. All right, everyone, welcome back. As you heard in the intro, we have a couple members of uh, Kika, Keystone Elk Country Alliance, back joining us again. Well, not again, one again too new to the podcast. Uh, We have Josiah Jones, Russ Wheeler, and Brandy Haynes. Uh, The three of you, thank you for joining me. I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, we'll just leave that as a teaser sort of towards the end of why I'm so excited. Uh, But again, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate the opportunity. So for anyone that doesn't remember or didn't get to listen to the first episode, because it was so long ago, back in episode number 72, uh, we had the uh, couple members of Kiko on to talk about just the the history and the process of conserving elk in Pennsylvania. Uh, But just in case they didn't listen to it or, you know, they don't uh, they don't remember everything about what Kika is. Can we just have a quick refresher on what is the Keystone Elk Country Alliance? The Keystone Country Alliance, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, our mission is to conserve and enhance Pennsylvania's elk country, of course, for our future generation. Yeah, and uh, how long has Kika been around? Since October. 12 years. 12, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was trying to think of, of what that answer was back in, uh, it was almost two years ago now. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's been around for a while. Um, I feel like everyone around Benazet, Pennsylvania, 
you know, knows about Kiko because you guys have such a strong presence. Um, but, you know, for the the non-hunters, um, the people that don't travel up north, as I put it in air quotes here and for Pennsylvania, uh, some people just don't, they don't know that elk even exists in Pennsylvania. Uh, so I feel like we need to uh, really, hopefully, and this is part of it, I, I hope that we get the information out to, to more people. And, and Kika's been doing a great job of that over the last couple of years. Uh, so we just need to make sure we keep that up. Uh, one of the exciting things that you guys do to be able to uh, spread the message of elk in, in Pennsylvania uh, is every year now for I'm not sure how many years you've been putting on the elk expo can you tell us a little bit about what the elk expo is sure the elk expo we've it's i think we're in our 22nd year not here but this is this is a unique expo for us because it is the keystone elk country alliance running the expo uh, i was always run by a different organization we helped with it it was of course held here at the elk country visitor center here in benazette but uh, this year it's going to be a little bit different. It's again, like I said, it's unique. For example, we have the uh, we have the patch that we present every year, the Elk Expo patch. It's actually going to have our name on it. So you know, again, that makes it a little bit more unique. Um, and you know, we're just switching some things up. We have different seminars. We're going to have some a different variety of vendors. But you know, the ultimate reason we have the expo is, is because. You know, the you know, Pennsylvania Game Commission raffles off their elk tag on Saturday at one o'clock and then we raffle ours off on Sunday. So, you know, we get a lot of people up here, close to 20,000 people in those two days. And uh, it makes for quite an exciting event. I did not realize that um, Kiko wasn't the the sort of big name running the show for the last, you know, how, a couple of years. Uh, I always associated the Elk Expo with Kiko um so that's good to hear that that you guys are running the show you're the big dogs now yeah <laughs> i guess so yeah we're having a lot of fun planning it uh we, you know we've got a really good committee here and um everybody's you know going all in and it's it's been kind of uh it's kind of been a, a, a rough ride because you know of course it, we are just taking it over from another organization so we you know we're we're kind of starting from some scratch from for some things and um but you know it's going to be it's going to be really good we're we're excited to to be able to say that it is our first full expo here at the uh, Elk Country Visitor Center. So when when is it and um, where is, you know, you've already mentioned that it's at the, the Visitor Center, but where, if for people that don't already know, where is the Visitor Center? August 20th from 8 to 8 and August 21st from 8 to 5 p.m. We're going to make sure that we hit, hammer that home, uh, those two dates. So that's next weekend. That's that's not tomorrow uh, after this podcast was released. That's next weekend. So the visitor center is here in uh, Benazette, Pennsylvania, um, right up on Winslow Hill, halfway up, I would say. Um, you know, if you haven't been here, the Elk Country Visitor Center is a beautiful place. It's a world-class destination. Uh, a lot of people come here and, uh, you know, just to enjoy what the Elk Country Visitor Center is about, not just the elk in the wildlife. Um, but yeah, we're, we're located here at uh, 134 Homestead Drive in Benazette. And uh, we know we welcome everybody to come and, and visit us any time of the year. How does this benefit elk? How does it benefit Kika to put on, you know, a, a big, to put in all this work to put on this expo? Well, I think that's what's exciting about us finally um, taking that on ourselves is that all the money's raised. 
will go to benefit the elk and other wildlife here in uh, the PA wilds here in elk country. Um, so that's what's most exciting. Um, and we'll be able to flourish and make it grow every year with different unique programs. The education component will play a big part in this as well. So we're very excited. I'll say, uh, adding on to that, you know, with the elk tag itself uh, through the state, um, you know, that money gets raised, you know, that money is raised up through the state's raffle uh, to go into conservation, of course, through the state. Um, now, with our tag itself, uh, our elk tag raffle that we will draw on Sunday, um, you know, all that money comes right back here to the Keystone Elk Country Alliance and it goes into habitat projects. Um, you know, with Kika, we have about 600 plus acres of habitat we're doing right now this year, about 19 different properties. And, you know, we do four different types of treatments on those uh, fields. Uh, we do mowing, spraying, seeding. And of course, we lime and fertilize these fields. Uh, this gives an opportunity for some private landowners to come to us to help them actually uh, be able to plant some food plots and uh, create more habitat for the elk up here. Yeah, and I think that's a, a good um, distinction that, you know, the, the Pennsylvania Game Commission has tags uh, to hunt elk. They, you know, it, it's a draw system. You put in for an application. Um, as a resident or non-resident, there's preference points. You know, I have a whole bunch of preference points now because <laughs> I've never drawn. Uh, so they do their drawing, but then you do your own separate drawing. How is that tag different than just a, a tag that would come from the game commission? So with our tag itself, it is a uh, conservation tag. Um, some people call it a governor's tag, but its real definition is a conservation tag. Um, basically, what we do with our organization is we do a, it's one uh, chance for $25. Uh, if you win, you get a, about a 50-day hunting season. You get a fully guided hunt by Trophy Rack Lodge. You get your meat taken care of and processed for you. We also throw in a free shoulder mount as well. It's really a hunt of a lifetime, and you get to hunt in that great part of rut during that late September area, uh, which is really cool to see as well. Another part of that experience is, you know, it's it's uh, filmed. So that hunt's filmed as well through, you know, Tom Bob Outdoors. And, you know, it's, it's quite the experience. So it's really, again, this, you know, I use the word unique. It's very unique in that we offer all those things, you know, with our tag. Yeah, it's sort of like the the holy grail of uh, elk hunting uh, here in the uh, really I'd say the the eastern seaboard. You know, I mean, uh, that's something that uh, that some people may not realize is that um, not only do we have elk in Pennsylvania, but we have a healthy herd that's huntable, uh, which means that it's sustainable, right? That that we don't have to worry about elk vanishing uh, from the Pennsylvania landscape. Uh, and we also have some just, because it's so healthy, we have some tremendous, majestic, really, bulls that mm -hmm. are um, wandering through the, the landscape here in Pennsylvania. I, I will say that. I, I've lived here my entire life. I won't tell you how many years. But <laughs> <laughs> with that, um, I've seen the growth and, and the health of the herd and the growth of these antlers this year. Hats off to, to PGC and everyone doing Habitat work um, the enhancement is working and it's it's phenomenal to see the growth on these elk 
Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a little envious every year when uh, I see some of the pictures that go out of, you know, hunters that have have taken some tremendous bulls. And I just think, man, one of these days I'm going to get lucky and I'm going to draw one of those tags. That doesn't mean that I'm going to, uh, you know, be able to kill an elk, but, um, you know, at least draw the experience, you know, is something that I think would be absolutely awesome. Um, so what all you mentioned already a, li- a couple things uh, that are happening at the Elk Expo, some educational components, uh, things like that. But what what who's going to be there? What's like what's the draw? Why, you know, sell it to all the listeners who you know, why should they come and experience Elk Expo other than just the, the magical uh, gift shop and visitor center that, that you guys have up there? Well, I think it's really important for people to remember there's there's over 100 vendors that come to this elk expo and you know they're they're all different so you're going to get booths from furniture to to alcohol to great food, you know many things like that you know so you know it's it's really an interesting event because there's so much to see there you know it pretty much hits every demographic so if you're interested in you know tastefully simple products you come here. If you're interested in, in, you know, furniture, you come here. If you're interested in laser graving or turkey feathers or, you know, archery demonstrations, whatever it may be, coffee, ice cream, and we have it all. And so it's, it's really a great event because there's just so much offered here. And, and I think that anybody, any family, any, anybody can enjoy it in some, in some way. Yeah. You know, I, I had, um, you know, in, in preparing for, for this podcast and, and just uh, talking with you over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, I, I'd like to do a little bit of homework. So I got on the Elk Expo website and uh, just took a look at the vendors and I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And it was like, man, there are going yeah. to be like, I didn't realize that there are going to be so many vendors there. And, and it's wide and varied. You mentioned food, um, you mentioned alcohol, which, uh, I'm going to have to be careful when I'm up there. If, uh, <laughs> as I saw some of them, some of them are definitely some of my favorites. Um, you know, but you mentioned food, you mentioned drinks, uh, you know, there's going to be all kinds of crafty type people up there, the, the furniture and, and the people that are making some awesome outdoor stuff. And then there's also other organizations there too, that, that have a pool of the same, mission that you guys have um not to the same extent but like bha is going to be there uh and you'll have uh you know the pennsylvania game commission and the fish and boat commission like there's just it, there's really seems like there's going to be something there for everyone to enjoy oh absolutely i i think that's the most exciting part of it um and not only that it, there is something for everyone and it involves your entire family it is the most interactive uh, event I've ever attended, which which to me means your kids can be learning, you know, archery hunting and, and shooting and all of that. But there's folks making uh, prints on skulls. I mean, just the learning process alone, being able to take it all in. Um, you could spend the entire day here, and I'm not quite sure you'd hit everything. Yeah, you know, anytime I think of like an expo, I think of the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg every year. Um, you know pre-pandemic i was going out there pretty much every year and it's a interesting experience there's you know thousands of people uh and 
there's all those different booths, you know, they have the archery hall and things like that, but it's not necessarily an experience that you interact with. It's just, you know, walking from booth to booth and, you know, here's a whole bunch of booths with, you know, different gun manufacturers. Then here's all the different archery manufacturers. And then here's the different outfitters and you're just sort of seeing what's there. Uh, but you mentioned education and seminars being a part of it and this immersive experience. What are some things that, that people, you know, what are some of the seminars? What are some things that people are going to be able to learn while you're there? Well, there's going to be, there's, uh, and again, there are plenty of seminars and they're all day Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, so we have, you know, the Pennsylvania Game Commission and, and Kika has joined up to, to provide a lot of those seminars. Um, but there's also entertainment as well. So, you know, we have the Wrangler Band is going to be playing music before and after the, you know, the PGC elk license drawing. You know, they're going to have an opportunity to come in here and, and build bluebird boxes. There's an elk guiding seminar that's going to be taking place for, uh, by Hicks Run. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be back here at the expo this year. Um, one of the new seminars would be the wildlife photography. So Bruce Walkovich will be here to provide that. You know, and then there's some things you know like uh, we'll have the PA bear biologist here, elk basics from Kika, the elk smart program, which is great this year. Something different with the uh, elk smart program. They're actually going to be handing the shirts out to people here within that seminar so they, they they won't be out at the booth handling handing those shirts out you kind of have to earn that shirt this year by coming to the seminar um so you know those are just some there's an antler shedding shed hunting again danny haynes for for entertainment you know and i can go on and on um, there's just just a lot of great seminars that are available both those days and you really don't want to miss out on either day Two things. One, what is Elk Smart? Like, what, what are we going to be learning about Elk Smart to become Elk Smart? Elk Smart is a program that the Pennsylvania Game Commission, uh, Keystone Elk Country Alliance, uh, DCNR, and a couple other organizations as well, kind of put their heads together and try to make up some rules about elk viewing. Um, something to how to be Elk Smart as you're up here in Elk Country and viewing these elk. Um, so one of them is give them space, uh, have about a hundred yards away, uh, from the animal. You know, we kind of talk about the thumb rule. You hold your thumb out in front of you. And if you can cover the animal with your thumb, you're at a safe distance. Um, never feed the elk. Of course, feeding animals in Pennsylvania is illegal. Um, and it's feeding elk could also possibly cause more harm to it than you could ever think. You know, elk are ruminants, so they have that four-chambered stomach. So if you feed them a bunch of corn, they can get an upset stomach and sometimes even pass away from that as well. Number three, don't name the elk. Um, now, as a lot of hunters always say, we always go out and name, uh, you know, a big deer that we see or something like that. Um, but the reason why this don't name the elk um, rule is here is mostly because of, I'd say, social media. Um, people are making too much of a personal relationship with these elk. And then, of course, since we do have a hunting season here in Pennsylvania, once one of those big elk that uh, everybody's been coming up here taking pictures of and naming, and um, it, it causes a big stir on social media then. Um, it gives a bad name to hunters, uh, and it, it's just kind of a bad deal itself. Um, and at the end of the day, 
elk or wild animals. Keep them wild. Uh, you know, you're, they're not your uh, dog Fido coming back home to, um, you know, elk or elk. You know, there's a big eight by eight out in the field or a big seven by six. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but, you know, naming elk human names isn't necessarily the greatest thing ever. And of course, do your part. When you see something uh, that's not quite right, uh, you know, speak up. You know, if you see somebody out feeding around or somebody, you know, getting way too close to the elk or calling them names or anything else, try to get them to stop doing that. You know, maybe just suggest, oh, yeah, that is a big, you know, oh, there is Jim the elk, you know, oh, that's a big seven by six. Yeah, that's a good looking deer. Uh, or a good-looking elk, I should say. Uh, but it, I don't know. There, it's a couple weird that don't naming things very, very hard to uh, kind of express. So, yeah, you know, <clears throat> the whole elk smart thing. Like everything you said there is second nature to someone like me. Um, the only time I'm ever going to try to get close to a deer or an elk or a bear is if I'm archery hunting, right? Like uh, I'm. I'm trying to take that animal's life uh and that seems like common sense like everything you said there seems common sense to me but unfortunately as we've seen uh in the news and on social media out in yellowstone with people getting way too close to bison and then the bison saying you're too close and you know charging them man i guess we gotta i guess we gotta tell these people this kind of stuff uh so that that's cool that man these seminars going to make me wish i had more time to be able to go uh, you know to these seminars and, and and take part in that kind of stuff um but as awesome as this expose is going to be has been in the past and is going to be this year you know there in person there's also some things that are happening virtually if if someone can't make it which listen there's no excuse you you should all be there but if you can't make it what are some things that, that are going to be happening that people can still sort of take part in virtually? Well, I think, you know, we're, we're still going to probably do some live shots during the event just to kind of, you know, promote the event and say, look what you're missing. But also we're going to have a live feed during the drawing. So you're going to see the, the drawing of the elk tags, you know, on Saturday and on Sunday. So you know, you're going to get to get to see that live, but we rec highly recommend you come here and be here in person because you don't want to miss out on not only the vendors and seminars, but also the other activities. So, you know, Brandy touched on it earlier and I think maybe Russ did too, but, you know, we are, we really are all about conservation education. So we have groups here that are going to be providing educational programs and, and they're going to have activities over here. I think we're going to have more than we've ever had, I think. And, you know, it's going to be a great opportunity for kids to kind of learn how to, to maybe shoot, you know, a bow and, you know, learn more about archery, but also there's going to be a blacksmith here. And then in that ladle, I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. It's kind of like a spear throwing uh, thing. And, you know, so there's just so much, you know, and, you know, of course we're still going to have the live feeds, like I said, but there's nothing like it. You got to be here in person. Yeah, and those the the I'm sure that uh, you know on Facebook and, and social media there'll be you know videos posted and like you said the the live feeds and and videos and that's all great. Um, and then also the thing that has me real excited is uh, that I, not only will I be there, uh, but we're actually 
partnering up to put some podcast episodes together that are going to be released that weekend too. Um, so each day, uh, so well, actually Friday, uh, Friday night, there'll be the first episode and then there'll be one on Saturday and Sunday as well about that. Um, so really, you know, even the people that go, I would, you know, and are there in person, I would highly suggest you listen to these podcasts because you're going to get some sort of extra inside information, uh, you know, that you're just not going to be able to get just by being there. Um, you know, some of the conversations that we're going to be having or with people that you might not get a chance to have a conversation with. Uh, so I would definitely recommend everyone uh, listen to those as well. Well, Jason, I just wanted to add to what you mentioned there. We're really excited to have you here to offer those podcasts. I think it's a great opportunity for both of us, like you said, to team up and, and be able to kind of present some of the things while they're going on here. I know you're asking for Jam Jeremy Banfield, the elk, you know, biologist to, uh, to have an interview and then we'll have our interviews, have vendors, have some of the visitors on there. I think that's going to be a great opportunity for people to kind of live through that too, you know, through the podcast and understand it a little bit more, but um if you could just remind everyone, uh, when is the Elk Expo and where is it at so they can put it right in their GPS and drive right there? You know, uh, our event is August 20th and 21st. Again, you know, it's it's going to be a really big event. Again, over 100 vendors. We have a ton of seminars, activities, and uh, we, def we also have parking available. So, you know, it's something we worked on this year as well is, is to have uh, a little bit better parking and we're hoping to be able to provide that. Um, you know, people are going to be able to go to different locations here in Benazette. There's a shuttle. It's $5 to get on that shuttle that you get shuttled here. You don't have to pay to go back to your cars just to get shuttled here. Um, but it's, it's, you know, we're really trying to make it as convenient and as easy as possible to get here to the event. Um, but, you know, it's and again, it's just going to be really great. August 20th and August 21st. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that uh, while you're there, you check out the Visitor Center because there's more educational stuff in the Visitor Center about the history of elk, um, about, you know, elk anatomy. Um, there's some great kid stuff there. And then the wonderful gift shop. L listen, you got to you got to stop at the gift shop. The last time uh, that I was up there, uh, I took my wife and uh, we went into the gift shop and we spent way too much money. Uh, you know, because we just want, and, and we didn't even buy, you know, a, a, a remote amount of the things that we actually wanted to buy. Um, not that things are expensive. It's just, there's so much cool stuff up there, uh, at the gift shop. Um, and, uh, you know, so make sure that you, that you stop there as well. Absolutely. And then kind of the, the beauty of the gift shop, if you will, um, twofold. One is everything in that side, that gift shop is USA made. Um, and in with inside of that is also your local vendors. So everything is nature related, um, made in the PA wilds. It's really unique, like you said, and there's something for everyone. So it's a great experience. Yeah. And that really speaks to, you know, what I was saying about the, all the awesome stuff. It's not just some like, generic elk stuff that you can really find anywhere online um it's like you said stuff that's made locally you know stuff that is made in the in the usa things that um are unique to the visitor center and, and gift shop up there at the visitor center in benazette uh before we go can you just you know for anyone who hasn't joined or supported kika um where can they go what what can they do to 
uh, become a member and support Kiko. I would get on uh, our website, experiencelcountry.com, or even join us on Facebook. Uh, we also has, have an Instagram as well. Um, but again, Keystone Elk Country Alliance on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, our website again, which is uh, experienceelkcountry.com. Yeah, and if uh, you want to support while you uh, while you visit, right for the Elk Expo, I'm sure that uh, you'll be have you'll have a chance to to join up there as well. Uh, Josiah, Brandy, Russ, thank you for joining me for this, and uh, I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from some or all of you uh, next weekend on the 20th and 21st at the Elk Expo. Uh, so again, thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's great of to be course, here. Thank you. Once again, that will do it for another episode. Big thank you to all of you for listening. I really appreciate everyone that tunes in every single week. Thank you to Josiah, Russ, and Brandy for giving us some great information on the Elk Expo. If you couldn't hear it in my voice and Josiah's voice and Russ and Brandy's voices, you know, you really need to come up to this Elk Expo. This is going to be a great immersive experience for, as they said, the entire family. There is going to be activities for kids. There's going to be crafts for the crafty people. There's going to be furniture if you're looking to spruce up your digs at home. There's going to be food and there's going to be some alcohol as well. Um, it's just going to be just a wealth of information and experiences. It's going to be awesome. It really is. So make sure that you take some time to stop up on either Saturday, August 20th, or Sunday, August 21st to uh, experience this absolutely wonderful event that is going to be put on. If you can't, they do have some virtual stuff up there uh, that's going to be happening, you know, some live drawings, and there'll be pictures and videos posted uh, that you can check out on social media. Uh, but whether you do show up or not, which I, I hope to see all of you there, uh, but if you show up or not, make sure you uh, keep your keep refreshing your feed on Friday and Saturday and Sunday uh, for some special episodes that uh, Kika and Conservation Unfiltered Podcast are going to be doing together uh, about the Elk Expo and elk in general. So make sure that you are checking that out. It's going to be great. It gives you some extra info uh, that can really enhance the experience. I'm super excited for the lineup of guests that are going to be joining me on the show. If you do stop up there, I'm going to have a tent. We're going to be there, right? We're going to be a vendor. So uh, make sure you stop by, uh, say hi, tell me that you're listening to the show. And if you have any ideas for uh, future episodes, let me know so I can start working on that. And, you know, uh, let me know what some of your favorite episodes are, and I'll keep cranking out more of those as well. Until next week, right? Next week on the 19th, 20th, and 21st, whenever you're going to hear brand new, spanky new special episodes live from the Elk Expo, get outside, take someone with you, and stay wild.